हेलो फ्रेंड्स आई एम प्रदीप कुमार आचार्य टुडे आई रीड हाइड्रोजन एंड द हाइड्राइड इट इज द चैप्टर नंबर एट फ्रॉम द बुक नेम कॉन्साइज इनऑर्गेनिक केमिस्ट्री रिटर्न बाय जे डी ली इट इज द फिफ्थ एडिशन सो आई स्टार्ट नाउ द चैप्टर नंबर एट हाइड्रोजन and the hydrides subheading electronic structure hydrogen has the simplest atomic structure of all the elements and consists of a nucleus containing one proton with a charge plus one and one orbital electron the electronic structure may be written as 1s1 atoms of hydrogen may attain stability in three different ways number 1 by forming an electron pair that means covalent bond with another atom example non metals typically form this type of bond with hydrogen for example h2h2o hcl in gaseous form or ch4 and many metals do so too number 2 by losing an electron to form h plus a proton is extremely small radius approximately 1.5 multiplied by 10 to the power minus 5 angstrom compared with 0.7414 angstrom for hydrogen and 1 to 2 angstrom for most atoms because H plus is so small it has a very high polarizing power and therefore distorts the electron cloud on other atoms thus protons are always associated with other atoms or molecules for example in water or aqueous solutions of HCl and H2SO4 protons exist as H3O plus H9O4+ plus or H first bracket H2O first bracket close subscript N to the power plus ions free protons do not exist under normal conditions though they are found in low pressure gaseous beam for example in a mass spectrometer point number 3 by gaining an electron to form H- crystalline solids such as lih that means lithium hydride contains the h minus ion bihydride ion and are formed by highly electropositive metals that means all of group 1 and some of group 2 however h minus ions are uncommon since hydrogen has an electron negativity of 2.1 it may use any of the three methods but the most common way in forming is forming covalent bonds now subheading position in the periodic table hydrogen is the first element in the periodic table and is unique there are only two electrons in the first period hydrogen and helium hydrogen is quite reactive but helium is inert there is no difficulty relating to the structure and properties of helium to those of the 
other noble gases in group 18 but the properties of hydrogen cannot be correlated with any of the main groups in the periodic table and hydrogen is best considered on its own the structure of hydrogen atoms is in some ways like that of the alkali metals the alkali metals that means in group 1 metals have also have just one electron in their outer shell but they tend to lose this electron in reactions and form positive ions m plus though h plus are known hydrogen has a much greater tendency to pair the electron and form a covalent bond the structure of hydrogen atoms is in some ways like that of the halogens that means for with the similarity with the group 17 elements since both are one electron short of the of a noble gas structure in many reaction the halogens gain an electron and so form negative ions that means x minus hydrogen does not typically form a negative ion although it does form ionic hydrides m plus h minus for example lithium hydride lih and calcium hydride cah2 with a few highly electropositive metals in some ways the structure of hydrogen resembles that of the group 14 elements since both have a half filled shell of electrons there are a number of similarities between hydrides and organometallic compounds since the groups ch3- and ch3 and h both have one remaining valency thus the hydride is often considered as part of a series of organometallic compounds for example lih lime lit NH3, NME3, NET3 or SiH4, CH3, SiH3, CH3 whole twice SiCl2, CH3 whole thrice SiCl, CH3 whole four Si. However, hydrogen is best treated as a group on its own. Now the subheading abundance of hydrogen hydrogen is the most abundant element in the universe some estimates are that 92% of the universe is made up of hydrogen and 7% helium leaving only 1% for all of the other elements however the abundance of h2 in the earth's atmosphere is very small This is because the earth's gravitational field is too small to hold so light an element though some h2 is found in volcanic gases in contrast hydrogen is the 10th most abundant element in the earth's crust that means 1520 ppm or 0.152% by weight it also occurs in vast quantities as water in the ocean compounds containing hydrogen are very abundant particularly water living matter carbohydrates and proteins 
organic compounds fossil fuels coal petroleum and natural gas ammonia and acid in fact hydrogen is present in more compounds than any other element now subheading preparation of hydrogen hydrogen manufactured on a large scale by a variety of methods number 1 hydrogen is made cheaply and in large amounts by passing steam over red hot coke the products is water gas which is a mixture of co and h2 this is an important industrial fuel since it is easy to make and it burns evolving a lot of heat equation c plus h2o in 100 degree centigrade will be converted to co plus h2 and co plus h2 is called water gas and again co plus h2 plus o2 will be converted to co2 plus h2o plus heat it is difficult to obtain pure h2 from water gas since co is difficult to remove the co that means carbon monoxide may be liquefied at a low temperature under pressure thus separating it from hydrogen gas h2 gas alternately the gas mixture can be mixed with steam cooled at 400 degree centigrade and pass over iron oxide in a shift converter giving h2 and co2 the co2 so formed is easily removed either by dissolving in water under pressure or reacting with k2co3 solution giving kho3 and thus giving hydrogen gas h2 gas that means water gas when it is passed over in the presence of h2o at 450 centigrade with Fe2O3 then it will be converted to 2H2 plus CO2 number 2 hydrogen is also made in large amounts by the steam reformer process the hydrogen produced in this way is used in the haber process to make nh3 and for hardening oils light hydrocarbons such as methane is mixed with steam and passed over a nickel catalyst at 800 to 900 degree centigrade these hydrocarbons are present in natural gas and are also produced at oil refineries when cracking hydrocarbons equation is ch4 plus h2o is will be converted to co plus 3h2 and ch4 plus 2h2o will be converted to co2 plus 4h2 the gas emerging from the reformer contain carbon monoxide carbon dioxide and hydrogen gas and excess steam the gas mixture is mixed with more steam cooled at 400 degree centigrade and passes into a shift converter this contains an iron copper catalyst and co is converted into co2 that means co plus h2o will be converted to co2 plus h2 finally the co2 is absorbed in a solution of k2co3 or ethanol amine that means hocch2ch2nh2 the k2co3 or ethanol amine is regenerated by heating equation k2co3 plus co2 plus h2o will be converted to 2 kho3 and again 2 hocch2ch2nh2 plus co2 plus h2o will be converted to hoc 
नेचुरल हाइड्रोकार्बन मिक्सचार्स अफ हाई मलिकुलर वेट साच एज नैपथा एंड फुएल अएल आर क्रैक टू प्रड्यूस लोअर मलिकुलर हाइड्रोजें हाइड्रोकार्बन हुईच कैन भी यूज एज पेट्रोल हाइड्रोजें इज ए भैल्युएबल बै प्रोडक्ट नम्बर फोर भेरि प्योर हाइड्रोजें दैट मीस नाइनटी नाइन पॉइंट नाइन पार्सेंट प्योर इज मेड बलोटोलिस अफ वाटर और सल्यूशन्स अफ एन एच और केओएच This is the most expensive method. Water does not conduct electricity very well, so it is usual to electrolyze aqueous solutions of NaOH or KOH in a cell with nickel anodes and iron cathodes. The gases produced in the anode and cathode compartments must be kept separate. In anode, 2OH minus will be converted to H2O. Plus half O2 plus two electrons in cathode. 2H2O plus two electrons will be converted to two OH minus plus H2. And overall reaction is H2O will be converted to H2 plus half O2. Number five. A large amount of pure hydrogen is also formed as a byproduct from the solar alkali industry in which aqueous NaCl. is electrolyzed to produce NaOH Cl2 and H2 now process number 6 the usual laboratory preparation is the reaction of dilute acids with metals or of an alkali with aluminum that means zn plus h2so4 is equal to zn so4 plus h2 2al plus 2 naoh plus 6h2 will be converted to 2 na al o OH plus 3H2. Number seventh process: Hydrogen can be prepared by the reaction of salt-like hydride with water. LiH plus H2O will be converted to LiOH plus H2. Now the subheading is properties of molecular hydrogen. Hydrogen is the lightest gas known, and because of its low density, it is used instead of helium to fill balloon for meteorology. Meteorology in it is colorless, odorless, and almost insoluble in water. Hydrogen forms diatomic molecules H2, and the two atoms are joined by a very strong covalent bond. Its bond energy is uh, 435.9 kilojoule per mole. Hydrogen is not very reactive under normal conditions. The lack of reactivity is due to the kinetics rather than the thermodynamics and relates to the strength of the H H bond. An essential step in H2 reacting with another elements is the breaking of the H H bond to produce atoms of hydrogen. This requires 435.9 kilojoule per mole energy hence there is a high activation energy to such reactions consequently many reactions are slow or require high temperatures or catalyst often transition metals many important reactions of hydrogen involves heterogeneous catalysis where the catalyst first reacts with h2 and either breaks 
or weakens the HH bonds and thus lowers the activation energy. Examples include number one, the Heber process for the manufacture of NH3 from N2 and H2 using a catalyst of activated iron at 380 to 450 degree centigrade and 200 atmospheric pressure. Number two, the hydrogenation of a variety of unsaturated organic compounds, including the hardening of oils, using finely divided nickel platinum or platinum as catalyst. Number three, the production of methanol by reducing carbon monoxide with hydrogen molecule over a CuZN catalyst at 300 degrees centigrade. Thus, hydrogen will react directly with most elements under an appropriate conditions. Hydrogen burns in air or dioxygen forming water and liberates a large amount of energy. This is used as the oxyhydrogen flame for welding and cutting metals. Temperatures of almost 3000 degrees centigrade can be attained. Care should be taken with these gases since mixtures of Hydrogen and oxygen molecules close to a 2 h to 1 ratio are often explosive. That means 2 h 2 plus O2 will be converted to H2O and in this case delta H is equal to minus 485 kJ per mole. Hydrogen reacts with the halogens. The reaction with fluorine is violent even at low temperature. The reaction with chlorine is slow in the dark but the reaction is catalyzed by light that means it is called photocatalysis and becomes faster in daylight and explosive in sunlight. Direct combination of the elements is used to produce HCl, hydrogen chloride. Equation is H2 plus F2 will be converted to 2HF and H2 plus Cl2 will be converted to 2HCl. A number of metals react with hydrogen molecule forming hydrides. The reactions are not violent and used usually require a high temperature. These are described in the latter section. Large quantities of hydrogen, that means H2, are used in the industrial production of ammonia by the Haber process. The reaction is reversible and the formation of NH3 is favored by high pressure. The presence of a catalyst, Fe, iron, and air, a low temperature. In practice, a high temperature of 380 to 450 centigrade and a pressure of 200 atmosphere is used to get a reasonable conversion in a reasonable time. Equation is N2 plus 3H2 will be converted to NH3 and in this case delta G at 298 Kelvin is equal to minus 33.4 kilojoule per mole. Large amounts of H2 are used for the hydrogenation reactions in which hydrogen is added to a double bond in an organic compound. The important example is the hardening of fats and oils. Unsaturated fatty acids are hydrogenated with H2 and a palladium catalyst forming a saturated fatty acid which have higher melting points. By removing double bonds in the carbon chain in this way, Edible oils which are liquid at room temperature may be converted into fats which have solid at room temperature. The reason for doing this that is that solid fats are more useful than oils, for example in the manufacturing of margarine. Hydrogen is also used to reduce 
nitrogen to aniline that means in diastop industry and in the catalytic reduction of benzene and it is the first step in the production of nylon 66 it also reacts with carbon monoxide to form methyl alcohol that means co plus 2h2 in the presence of catalyst it will convert it to ch3oh the hydrogen molecule is very stable very stable and has little tendency to dissociate at normal temperature since the dissociation reaction is highly endothermic that means if hydrogen molecule is con- want to convert to the two hydrogen atom then delta h is equal to 435.9 kJ per mole however at high temperature in an electric arc or under ultra- ultraviolet light H2 does dissociate the atomic hydrogen produced exists for less than half a second after which it recombines to give molecular hydrogen and a large amount of heat this reaction has been used in welding metals atomic hydrogen is a strong reducing agent is and is commonly prepared in solution by means of a zinc copper couple or a mercury aluminum couple there has been much talk of the hydrogen economy the idea is that the hydrogen could replace coal and oil as the major source of energy burning hydrogen in air or dye oxygen forms water and liberates a greater deal of energy in contrast to burning coal or oil in power station or petrol or diesel fuel in motor engines burning Hydrogen produces no pollutants like SO2 and oxides of nitrogen that are responsible for acid rain nor CO2 that is responsible for the greenhouse effect nor the carcinogenic hydrocarbons nor lead compounds hydrogen can be produced readily by electrolysis and chemical methods hydrogen can be stored and transported as gas in cylinders as liquid in a very large cryogenic vacuum flux or, or dissolved in various metals for example the alloy LaNi5 can absorb 7 moles of hydrogen per mole of alloy at 2.5 atmospheric pressure and room temperature liquid hydrogen is used as a fuel in space rocket for the Saturn series and the space shuttle in the US space program car engines have been modified to run on hydrogen note that the use of hydrogen involves the risks of an explosion but so does the use of petrol Now the heading is isotopes of hydrogen. If atoms of the same element have different mass numbers, they are called isotopes. The difference in mass number arises because the nucleus contains a different number of neutrons. Naturally occurring hydrogen contains three isotopes. Protium this 1h1 that means one superscript h one subscript or it is called simple h deuterium 2h1 or 
कैपिटल डी एंड टिट्रियम थ्री एच वन और कैपिटल टी ईच ऑफ द थ्री आइसोटोप्स कॉन्टेंस वन प्रोटोन एंड जीरो वन और टू न्यूट्रॉन्स रेस्पेक्टिवली इन द न्यूक्लियस प्रोटियम इज बाई फार द मोस्ट एबंडेंट नेचुरली ऑकरिंग हाइड्रोजन कॉन्टेंस नाइनटी नाइन पॉइंट एंड सेवेन मल्टीप्लाइड बाई टेन टू दावर माइनस सिक्सटीन परसेंट ऑफ थ्री टी वन आइसोटोप सो द प्रॉपर्टीज ऑफ हाइड्रोजन आर एसेंशियली दोज ऑफ द लाइटेस्ट आइसोटोप दीज आइसोटोप्स हैव द सेम इलेक्ट्रॉनिक कॉन्फिगरेशन एंड हैव एसेंशियली द सेम केमिकल प्रॉपर्टीज The only difference in chemical properties are the rates of reactions and equilibrium constants. For example, number one, H two is more rapidly adsorbed on the surface than D two. Number two, H two reacts over thirteen times faster with Cl two than D two. because h2 is a lower energy of activation differences in properties which arise from differences in mass are called isotope effects because hydrogen is so light the percentage difference in mass between protium deuterium and tritium is greater than between the isotopes of any other element does the isotopes of hydrogen show much greater differences in physical properties than are found between the isotopes of other elements some physical constants for h2 d2 and t2 is given in a table mentioned in this book protium water H2O dissociates to about 3 times the extent that heavy water D2O does. The equilibrium constant for the dissociation of H2O is 1.0 multiplied by 10 to the power minus 14, whilst for D2O it is that means the dissociation of D2O then the equilibrium constant is 3.0 multiplied by 10 to the power minus 15 Protium bonds are broken more readily than deuterium bonds up to 80 times more readily in some cases thus when water is electrolyzed H2 is liberalized much faster than D2 and the remaining water thus becomes enriched to heavy water d2o if the process is continued until only a small volume remains then almost pure d2o is obtained about 
29,000 liters of water must be electrolyzed to give 1 liter of D2O that is 99% pure. This is the normal way of separating deuterium. Heavy water D2O undergoes all of the reactions of ordinary water and is useful in the preparation of other deuterium compounds. Because D2O has a lower dielectric constant, ionic compounds are less soluble in it than in water. Some physical properties of H2O and D2O are compared in a table mentioned in books. Deuterium compounds are commonly prepared by exchange reactions under where under suitable condition deuterium is exchanged for hydrogen in compounds. Thus D2 reacts with H2 at higher temperature forming HD and it also exchanges with NH3 and CH4 to give NH2D. NHD2 and ND3 and CH3D bond CD4. It is usually easier to prepare deuterated compounds using D2O rather than D2. The D2O may be used directly in the preparation instead of H2O or exchange reactions may be carried out using D2O. The equation for exchange reactions NaOH plus D2O will be converted to NaOD plus HDO. Direct reactions SO3 plus D2O will be converted to D2SO4. Tritium is radioactive and decays by beta emission. That means 3T1 will be converted to 3HE2 plus 0E minus 1. It has a relatively short half-life times of 12.26 years. Thus, any T present when the earth was formed has decayed already and the small amount now present has been formed recently by reactions induced by cosmic rays in the upper atmosphere. Tritium only occurs to the extent of one part T2 to 7 multiplied by 10 to the power 17 parts H2. It was first made by bombarding D2PO4 and ND4 whole twice SO4 with deuterons that means D+. It is now produced on a large scale by irradiating lithium with slow neutrons in a nuclear reactor. Tritium is used to make thermonuclear devices and for research into fusion reactions as a means of producing energy. The gas is usually stored by making UT3 which on heating to 400 degrees centigrade releases T2 
Tritium is widely used as a radioactive tracer since it is relatively cheap and it is easy to work with. It only emits low energy beta radiation with no gamma radiation. The beta radiation is stopped by 0.6 cm of air. So, no shielding is required. It is non-toxic except if labeled compounds are swallowed. Titrated compounds are made from T2 gas. T2O is made as follows. T2 plus CuO will be converted to T2O plus Cu, Cu or 2T2 plus O2 in a platinum in the presence of platinum catalyst will be converted to 2T2O. Many titrated organic compounds can be made by storing the compound under T2 gas for a few weeks when exchange of H and T occurs. Many compounds can be made by catalytic exchange in solution using either T2 gas dissolved in the water or T2O. The equation is NH4Cl plus T2O will be converted to NH3TCl. Now the subheading ortho and para hydrogen. The hydrogen molecule H2 exists in two different forms known as ortho and para hydrogen. The nucleus of an atom has nuclear spin in a similar way to electrons having a spin. In the hydrogen H2 molecule, the two nuclei may be spinning in either the same direction or in opposite directions. This gives rise to spin isomerism, that is, two different forms of H2 may exist. These are called ortho and parahydrogen. Spin isomerism is also found in other symmetrical molecules whose nuclei have spin momenta, that means D2, N2, F2, and Cl2. There are considerable differences between the physical properties as for example boiling points, specific heats and thermal conductivities of the ortho and para forms because of differences in their internal energy. There are also differences in the band spectra of the ortho and para forms of H2. The para form has the lower energy and at absolute zero, the gas contains 100% of the paraform. As the temperature is raised, some of the paraform changes into the orthoform. At high temperatures, the gas contains about 75% orthohydrogen. Paraoxygen is usually prepared by passing a mixture of the two forms of hydrogen through a tube packed with charcoal cool to liquid air temperature. 
पैरा हाइड्रोजन प्रिपेयर्ड इन दिस वे कैन बी केप्ड फॉर वीक्स एट रूम टेम्परेचर इन ए ग्लास भेसल बिकॉज द ऑर्थो पैरा कन्वर्शन इज स्लो इन द एबसेंस ऑफ कैटलिस्ट सुटेबल कैटलिस्ट इनक्लूड एक्टिवेटेड चारकोल एटोमिक हाइड्रोजेन मेटल्स सचैज एफ एन आई पी टी एंड डब्ल्यू एंड पैरामैगनेटिक सबस्टेंसेस और आयन्स हुईच कंटेन अनपेयर इलेक्ट्रॉन्स सच एज ओ टू एनो एनो टू सीओ टू प्लस एंड सी एड टू ओ थ्री नाउ द सबिंग इज हाइड्राइड्स बाइनरी कॉम्पाउंड्स ऑफ द एलिमेंट्स विथ हाइड्रोजेन आर कॉल्ड हाइड्राइड्स द टाइप ऑफ हाइड्राइड हुईच एंड एलिमेंट फॉर्म्स डिपेंड्स electronegativity and hence on the type of bond formed while there is not a sharp division between ionic covalent and metallic bonding it is convenient to consider hydrides in three classes number 1 ionic or salt like hydrides number 2 covalent or molecular hydrides and number 3 metallic or interstitial hydrides Now the subheading ionic or salt-like hydrides. At high temperature, the metals of group one, that means alkali metals, and the heavier group two metals, that means alkali art metals, Ca, Sr, and Ba, form ionic hydrides such as NaH and CaH2. These compounds are solid with high boiling points and are classified as ionic that means salt like hydrides the evidence that they are ionic is number 1 molten nih whose melting point is 691 degree centigrade conducts electricity and h2o is liberated at the anode thus confirming the presence of the hydride ion h minus number 2 the other ionic hydrides decompose before melting but they may be dissolved in melts of alkali halides as for example cah2 dissolves in a eutectic mixture of lcl oblique cl and when the melt is electrolyzed then h2 is evolved at the anode number 3 the crystal structures of these hydrides are known and they show no evidence of directional bonding lithium is more polarizing and hence more likely to form covalent compounds than the other metals thus if lih is largely ionic the others must be ionic and thus contain the hydride ion h minus the density of these hydrides is greater than that of the metal from which they are formed this is explained by h minus ions occupying holes in the lattice of the metal without distorting the metal lattice ionic hydrides have 
high heats of formation and are always stoichiometric this type of hydride is only formed by elements with an electronegativity value appreciably lower than the value of 2.1 for hydrogen thus allowing the hydrogen to attract an electron from the metal forming m plus and h minus group 1 hydrides are more reactive than the corresponding group 2 hydrides and reactivity increases down the group except for lih ionic hydrides decompose into their constituent elements on strong heating that means 400 to 500 degree centigrade the hydride ion h minus is not very common and it is unstable in water thus ionic hydrides all reacts with water and liberate hydrogen that means lih plus h2o will be converted to lioh plus h2 similarly cah2 plus 2h2o will be converted to caoh whole twice plus 2h2 they are powerful reducing agent especially in high temperatures though their reactivity towards water limits their usefulness that means 2co plus nah will be converted to hcoon plus c Similarly, SiCl4 plus A4NaH will be converted to HiH4 plus 4NaCl. And PbSO4 plus 2CaH2 will be converted to PbS plus 2CaOH twice. NaH has a number of uses as a reducing agent in synthetic chemistry. It is used to produce other important hydrates particularly lithium aluminum hydride LiAlH4 and sodium borohydride NaBH4 which have important uses as reducing agent in both organic and inorganic synthesis 4 LiH plus AlCl3 will be converted to LiAlH4 plus 3 LiCl again 4 NaH plus B OCH3 whole thrice will be converted to NaBH4 plus 3 NaOCH3 Now the subheading covalent hydrides. Hydrides of the p-block elements are covalent. This would be expected since there is only a small difference in electronegativity between these atoms and hydrogen. The compounds usually consist of discrete covalent molecules with only weak van der Waals forces holding the molecules together. and so they are usually volatile and have low melting and boiling points they do not conduct electricity the formula of these hydrides is xhn or xh or xh 
capital n minus n where small n is the group in the periodic table to which x belongs the, these hydrides are produced by a variety of synthetic methods number 1 a few may be made by direct action number 2 reaction of a halide with lihh4 in a dry solvent such as ether number 3 treating the appropriate binary compound with acid number 4 reaction of an oxoacid with NaBH4 in aqueous solution number 5 converting one hydride into another by pyrolysis that means heating number 6 is silent electric discharge or microwave discharge may produce long chains from simple hydrides the group 13 hydrides are unusual in that they are electron deficient and polymeric although they do not contain direct bonds between the group 13 elements the simplest boron hydride is called diboron that means b2h4 though more complicated structures such as b4h10 b5h9 b5h11 b6h10 and b10h14 are known aluminum hydride is polymeric that means alh3 whole in in this structure hydrogen appears to be bonded to two or more atoms and this is explained in terms of multi center bonding in addition to the simple hydride the rest of the lighter elements except the halogens form polynuclear hydrides the tendency to do this is strongest with the elements carbon nitrogen and oxygen and two or more of the nonmetal atoms are directly bonded to each other the tendency is greatest with carbon which catenates that is formed chains of several hundreds of atoms these are groups with three homologous series of aliphatic hydrocarbons and aromatic hydrocarbons based on benzene the alkenes are saturated but alkenes have double bonds and alkynes has triple bond cesium and germanium only form saturated compounds and the maximum chain length is si10 h22 the longest hydride chain formed by other elements are sn2h6 n2h4 and hn3 p3 h5 h3h5 h2o2 and h2o3 and h2s2 h2s3 h2s4 h2s5 and h2s6 the melting point and boiling point of water stands out in the table mentioned in this book as being much higher than the others but on closer examination the values for ns3 
and HF also seem higher than would be expected in their respective groups. This is due to the hydrogen bonding which will be discussed later in this chapter. Now the subheading metallic or interstitial hydrides. Many of the elements in the D block and the lanthanide and actinide elements in the A block reacts with H2 and form metallic hydrides. However, the elements in the middle of the D block do not form hydrides. The absence of hydrides in this part of the periodic table is sometimes called the hydrogen gap. Metallic hydrides are usually prepared by heating the metal with hydrogen under high pressure that means if heated to higher temperatures the hydrides decompose and this may be used as a convenient method of making very pure hydrogen these hydrides generally have properties similar to those of the parent metals they are hard have metallic luster conduct electricity and have magnetic properties the hydrides are less dense than the parent metal because the crystal lattice have expanded through the inclusion of hydrogen this distortion of the crystal lattice may make the hydride brittle Thus, when the hydride is formed, a solid piece of metal turns into finely powdered hydride. If the finely powdered hydrides are heated, they decompose, giving hydrogen and very finely divided metal. These finely divided metals may be used as catalyst. They are also used in metallurgy in powder fabrication and zirconium hydrides has been used as a moderator in nuclear reactors. In many cases the compounds are non-stoichiometric for example LAHN, TIHN and PDHN where the chemical composition is variable. Typical formula are LAH 2.87, YBH 2.55, TIH 1.8, ZRH 1.9, VH 1.6, NBH 0.7 and PDH 0.7. Such compounds were originally called interstitial hydrides and it was thought that a varying number of interstitial positions in the metal lattice could be filled by hydrogen. The non-stoichiometric compounds may be regarded as solid solutions. Metals which can dissolve varying amount of hydrogen in this way can act as catalysts for hydrogenation reactions. The catalysts are thought to be effective through providing 
hydrogen atoms rather than h2 molecule that means hydrogen molecule it is not certain whether the hydrogen is present in the interstitial sites as atoms of hydrogen or alternatively as h plus ions with delocalized electrons but they have strongly reducing properties even small amounts of hydrogen dissolves in a metal adversely affect its stains and make it brittle titanium is extracted by reducing tiCl4 with mg or na in an inert atmosphere if an atmosphere of h2 is used the ti dissolves h2 and is brittle titanium is used to make supersonic aircraft and since strength is important it is produced in an atmosphere of argon the bonding is more complicated than was originally thought and is still the subject of controversy number 1 many of the hydrides have structures where hydrogen atoms occupy tetrahedral holes in a cube close packed array of metal atoms if all of the tetrahedral sites are occupied then the formula is mh2 and a fluoride structure is formed generally some sites are unoccupied and hence the compounds contain less hydrogen this accounts for the compounds of formula mh 1.5 2 2 formed by the scandium and titanium groups and most of the lanthanides and actinides number 2 two of the lanthanides elements europium and ytterbium are unusual in that they form ionic hydrides that means uh2 and ybh2 which are stoichiometric and resemble cah2 the lanthanides are typically trivalent but eu and yb form divalent ions associate with stable electronic structure eu in state number plus 2 this are 4f7 that that means half filled f shell and yb in the plus 2 state as 4a14 that means completely filled f shell number 3 the compounds yh2 and lah2 as well as many of the lanthanides and actinides hydrides mh2 can absorb more hydrogen forming compounds of limiting composition mh3 compositions such as la H 2.76 and CH 2.69 are found. The structures of these are complex, sometimes cubic and sometimes hexagonal. The third hydrogen atom is more loosely held than the others and 
rather surprisingly it may occupy an octahedral holes number 4 uranium is unusual and forms two different crystalline forms of uh3 that is stoichiometric number 4 some elements that means b nb ta cr ni and pd form hydrides approximately approximating to mh formula such as nbh 0.7 and pdh 0.6 are typical these are less stable than the other hydrides and non stoichiometric and exist over a wide range of composition the pdh2 pd oblique h2 system is both extraordinary and interesting when red hot pd is cooled in H2 that means hydrogen gas it may absorb or occlude up to 935 times its own volume of H2 gas this may be used to separate H2O or deuterium D2 from HE or other gases the hydrogen is given off when a metal is heated and this provides an easy method of weighing h2 that means hydrogen gas the limiting formula is pdh 0.7 but neither the structure nor the nature of the interaction by pd and h are understood as hydrogen is absorbed the metallic conductivity decreases and the material eventually becomes a semiconductor the hydrogen is mobile and diffuses throughout the metal it is possible that the erroneous reports of producing energy by cold fusion by electrolysis of d2o at room temperature between pd electrodes are really energy from the reaction between pd and d2 rather than nuclear fusion of hydrogen or deuterium to give helium now intermediate hydrides a few hydrides do not fit easily into the above classification thus beh2 whole n is polymeric and is thought to be a chain polymer with hydrogen bridge mgh2 has properties in between those of ionic and covalent hydrides cuh zn h2 cdh2 and hgh2 have properties intermediate between metallic and covalent hydrides they are probably electron deficient like alh3hnuh is endothermic that is energy must be put into make the compound and is formed by reducing cu2+ with hypophosphorus acid the hydrides of zn cd and hg are made by reducing the chlorides with lilh4 
now the heading is the hydrogen ion the energy required to remove the electron from a hydrogen atom that means the ionization energy of hydrogen is 1311 kilojoule per mole this is a very large amount of energy and consequently the bonds formed by hydrogen in the gas phase are typically covalent hydrogen fluoride is the compound most likely to contain ionic hydrogen that means h plus since it has the greatest difference in electronegativity but even here the bond is only 45% ionic thus compounds containing h plus will only be formed if the ionization energy can be provided by some other processes thus if the compound is dissolved for example in water then the hydration energy may offset the very high ionization energy in water h plus are solvated forming h3o plus and the energy evolved is 1091 kilojoule per mole the remainder of the 1311 kilojoule per mole ionization energy comes from the electron affinity that means the energy evolved in forming the negative ion and also the solvation energy of the negative ion compounds which form solvated hydrogen ions in a suitable solvent are called acids even though the ions present are h3o plus or even h9o4 plus it is customary to write the ion as h plus indicating the hydrated proton now the heading is hydrogen bonding in some compounds a hydrogen atom is attracted by rather strong forces to two atoms for example in f h f minus sometimes hydrogen is attracted to more than two atoms it was at first thought that hydrogen formed two covalent bonds but it is now recognized that since hydrogen has the electronic structure 1s1 it can only form one covalent bond the hydrogen bond is most simply regarded as a weak electrostatic attraction between a lone pair of electrons on one atom and a covalently bonded hydrogen atom that carries a fractional charge del plus hydrogen bonds are formed only with the most electronegative atoms of these f o n and c l are the four most important elements these bonds are very weak and are typically about 10 kilojoule per mole though hydrogen bonds may have a bond energy from 4 to 45 kilojoule per mole this must be compared with a cc covalent bond of 347 kilojoule per mole despite their low bond energy hydrogen bonds are of great significance both in biochemical systems and in normal chemistry 
they are extens- extremely important because they are responsible by linking polypeptide chains in proteins and for linking pairs of bases in large nucleic acid containing molecules the hydrogen bonds maintain these large molecules in specific molecular configurations which is important in the operation of genes and enzymes hydrogen bonds are responsible for water being liquid at room temperature and but for this life as we know it would not exist since hydrogen bonds have a low bond energy they also have a low activation energy and this results in their playing an important part in many reactions at normal temperatures Hydrogen bonding was first used to explain the weakness of trimethyl ammonium hydroxide as a base compared with tetramethyl ammonium hydroxide. In the tetramethyl compound the OH group is hydrogen bonded to the ME3NH group. and this makes it more difficult for the oh group to ionize and hence it is a weak base in the tetramethyl compound hydrogen bonding cannot occur so the oh group ionizes and the tetramethyl compound is thus a much stronger base in a similar way the formation of an intramolecular hydrogen bond in ortho nitrophenol reduces its acidity compared with meta nitrophenol and para nitrophenol where the formation of a hydrogen bond is not possible intermolecular hydrogen bonding may also take place and it has a striking effect on the physical properties such as melting points boiling points and the enthalpies of vaporization and sublimation In general the melting and boiling points for a related series of compounds In general the melting and boiling points for a related series of compounds increases as the atoms get larger owing to the increase in dispersive force thus by extrapolating the boiling points of H2T H2AC and H2S one would predict that the boiling point of H2O should be about minus 100 degree centigrade while it is actually plus 100 degree centigrade thus water boils about 200 degree centigrade higher than it would in the absence of hydrogen bonding in much the same way the boiling points of nh3 is much higher than would be expected by comparison with ph3 ash3 and hbh3 and similarly hf boils much higher than hcl hbr and hi the reason for the higher than expected boiling points is hydrogen bonding note that the boiling points of the group 14 hydrides CH4 SiH4 GH4 and SnH4 change smoothly as they do not involve hydrogen bonding the hydrogen bonds in HF link the F atom of one molecule with the H atom of another molecule 
thus forming a zigzag chain that means hf n hf hole n in both the liquid and also in the solid some hydrogen bonding also occurred in the gas which consists of a mixture of cyclic hf hole 6 polymers dimeric hf hole 2 and monomeric hf the hydrogen bond in f bond h dot dot f is 29 kilojoule per mole in hf in gaseous form a similar pattern can be seen in the melting points and the enthalpies of vaporization of the hydrides indicating hydrogen bonding in in h3 h2o and hf but not in ch4 strong evidence for hydrogen bonding comes from structural studies examples include ice which has been determined both by x-ray and neutron diffraction the dimeric structure of formic acid as determined in a gas phase by electron diffraction x-ray structures of the solids for sodium hydrogen carbonate and boric acid and many others another technique for studying hydrogen bonds is infrared absorption spectra in ccl4 solution which shows the oh and nh stretching frequencies to be studied now the heading is acids and bases there are several so called theories of acid and bases but they are not really theories but merely different definitions of what we choose to call an acid or a base since it is only a matter of definition no theory is more right or wrong than any other and we use the most convenient theory for a particular chemical situation which is the most useful theory or definition of acids and bases there is no simple answer to this the answer depends on whether we are considering the ionic reactions in aqueous solution in non aqueous solution or in a fused melts and whether we require a measure of the strengths of acids and bases for this reason we need to know several theories now the subheading is arrhenius theory in the early stages of chemistry acids are distinguished by their sour taste and their effect on certain plant pigments such as litmus bases were substances which reacted with acids to form salts water was used almost exclusively by reactions in solutions and in 1884 arrhenius suggested the theory of electrolytic dissociation and proposed the self ionization of water that means h2o is h plus plus o is minus thus substances producing h plus are called acids and substances producing o is minus are called bases a typical neutralization reaction is hcl plus naoh will be converted to nacl plus h2o or simply h plus plus o is minus will be converted to h2o 
in aqueous solutions the concentration of h plus is often given in terms of ph where ph is equal to log 10 1 by concentration of h plus is equal to minus log 10 concentration of h plus where the third bracket h plus third bracket close is the hydrogen ion concentration more strictly the activity of the hydrogen ion should be used this logarithmic scale was introduced by spl shorenshen in the year 1909 it then is very useful for expressing concentrations over several order of magnitudes as for example 1 molar h plus has the ph is equal to 0 and 10 to the minus 14 molar h plus has ph 14 until the turn of the 19th century it was thought that water was the only solvent in which ionic reactions could occur studies made by caddy in 18 in the year 1897 and by franklin and cross in the year 1898 on reactions in liquid ammonia and by walden in the year 1899 on reactions in liquid sulfur dioxide revealed many analogies with reactions in water this suggested that the three media were ionizing solvents and could be useful for ionic reactions and that acids base and salts were common to all three systems although water is still the most widely used solvent its exclusive use limited chemistry to those compounds which are stable in its presence non aqueous solvents are now used increasingly in inorganic chemistry because many new compounds can be prepared which are unstable in water and some anhydrous compounds can be prepared such as anhydrous copper nitrate which differs markedly from the well known hydrated form the concepts of acidic and bases based on the aqueous system need extending to cover non aqueous solvents now the subheading is acids and bases in proton solvents water self ionizes to 2h2o is equal to h2o plus plus oh minus the equilibrium constant for this reaction depends on the concentrations of water and on the concentration of the ions h3o plus and oh minus then k1 is equal to concentration of h3o plus multiplied by concentration of oh minus whole divided by the square of concentration of h2o since water is in large excess its concentration is effectively constant so the ionic product of water may be written kw is equal to concentration of h3o plus multiplied by the concentration of oh minus and it will be equal to 10 to the power minus 14 mole square 
by liter square the values of kw is 1.00 into 10 to the power minus 14 mole square per liter square at 25 degree centigrade but it varies with temperature thus at 25 degree centigrade there will be 10 to the power minus 7 mole inverse of h3o plus and 10 to the power minus 7 per mole acids such as ha increase the concentration of h3o plus when ha plus h2o is equal to h3o plus plus a minus then kw is equal to the concentration of h3o plus multiplied by concentration of a minus whole divided by the concentration of ha multiplied by the concentration of h2o in dilute solution water is in a large excess that the concentration of water is effectively constant approximately 55 molar and this constant can be incorporated in the constant at the left hand side thus ka is equal to the concentration of h3o plus multiplied by the concentration of a minus whole divided by the concentration of ha the ph scale is used to measure the activity of hydrogen ion that means ph is equal to minus log concentration of h plus and it refers to the number of powers of 10 used to express the concentration of hydrogen ions in a similar way the acid dissociation constant ka may be expressed as a pka value pka is equal to log 1 by ka is equal to minus log ka thus pka is a measure of the strength of an acid if the acid ionizes almost completely high acid strength then ka will be large and thus pka will be small the pka values given below show that acid strength increases on moving from left to right in the periodic table acid strength are increases in moving down a groove with oxidizes containing more than one hydrogen atom successive dissociation constants rapidly become more positive that is the phosphate species formed on successive removal of h plus becomes less acidic if an element forms a series of oxy oxo acids then the more oxygen atoms present the more acidic it will be the reason for this is that the electrostatic attraction for the proton decreases as the negative charge is spread over more atoms thus facilitating ionization now the sabeting bonstand's laudy theory in the year 1923 bonstand and laudy independently defined acids as proton donors and bases as proton acceptors that means 2h2o is equal to h3o plus plus oh minus 
for aqua solutions this definition does not differ appreciably from the arrhenius theory what are self ionizers as shown previously as i said previously substances that increases the concentration of h3o plus in an aqua solution above the value of 10 to the minus 7 moles square per liter square from the self ionization are acids and those that decreases it are bases the bonstein lowry theory is useful in that it extends the scope of acid base system to cover systems such as liquid ammonia glycyl acetic acid anhydrous sulfuric acid and all hydrogen containing solvents it should be emphasized that bases accept protons and there is no need for them to contain oh minus in liquid ammonia nh4cl plus nanh2 will be converted to na plus cl minus plus 2 nh3 or simply nh4 plus plus nh2 minus will be converted to 2 nh3 similarly in sulfuric acid h3so4 plus plus hso4 minus will be converted to 2 h2so4 chemical pieces that differ in composition only by a proton are called a conjugate pair thus every acid has a conjugate base which is formed when the acid donates a proton similarly every base has a conjugate acid that means a will be converted to b minus plus h plus and base b plus h plus will be converted to a plus and it is a conjugate acid that means a plus is the conjugate acid of the base b in water hcl plus h2o where hcl is acid and h2o is base will be converted to h3o plus plus cl minus then h3o plus is the conjugate acid of the conjugate of the base h2o and cl minus is the conjugate base of the acid hcl in the above reaction hcl is an acid since it donates proton and in doing so forms cl minus its conjugate base since h2o accepts protons it is a base and forms h3o plus that means its conjugate acid a strong acid has a weak conjugate base and vice versa in liquid ammonia that means nh4 plus it is acid plus h2 minus it is act as base will be converted to hs minus conjugate acid plus nh3 conjugate base so nh3 is the conjugate base of the acid nh4 plus and hs minus is the conjugate acid of h2 minus in liquid ammonia all ammonium salts act as acids since they can donate protons and the sulfide ion acts as a base since it accepts proton the reaction is reversible and it will proceed in the direction that produces the weaker pieces in this case hs minus and nh3 the limitation of the bonstein lowry theory is that the extent to which a dissolved substance can act as an acid or a base depends largely on the solvent the solute only shows acidic properties if its proton donating properties exceed those of the solvent it sometimes 
upsets our traditional ideas on what are acids which are based on our experience of what happens in water thus HClO4 is an extremely strong proton donor if liquid HClO4 is used as a solvent then HF dissolved in this solvent is forced to accept protons and thus act as a base HClO4 plus HF will convert to H2O A plus plus ClO4 minus. In a similar way, HNO3 is forced to accept protons and thus acts as a base in both HClO4 and liquid HF as solvents. Water has only a weak tendency to donate protons. The mineral acids HCl, HNO3, H2SO4, etc. all have a much stronger tendency to donate protons. Thus, in aqueous solutions, the mineral acids all donate protons to the water, thus behaving as acids, and in the process, the mineral acids ionize completely. In liquid ammonia as solvents, the acids which are strong acids in water all react completely with the ammonia forming NH4+. In this case, the equation is HClO4 plus NH3 will be converted to NH4 plus plus ClO4 minus and HNO3 plus NH3 is converted to the NH4 plus plus NO3 minus. Acids which are slightly less strong in water also reacts completely with NH3 forming NH4 plus. In this case, H2SO4 plus 2NH3 will convert to N. H4 plus plus SO4 minus. Weak acids in water such as oxalic acid also react completely with NH3. That means COOH whole twice plus 2NH3 will be converted to NH4 plus plus COO whole twice to the power 2 minus. The assistants have all been labeled by the solvent liquid ammonia. Hence, liquid ammonia is called a labeling solvent it even makes some molecules such as urea which show no acidic properties in water and behave as weak acids nh2co nh2 plus nh3 will convert to nh4 plus plus nh2co nh minus differentiating solvents such as glacial acidic acid emphasize the difference in assistance and several mineral acids are only partially ionized in this solvent. This is because acetic acid itself is a proton donor and if a substance dissolved in acetic acid is to behave as an acid, it must donate protons more strongly than acetic acid. Thus the dissolved material must force the acetic acid to accept protons. That means the acetic acid behaves as a base. Thus, the solvent acetic acid makes it more difficult for the UGL acids to ionize and conversely it will encourage the UGL bases to ionize completely. It follows that a differentiating solvent for acids will act as a labeling solvent for bases and vice versa. Now the surveying is Lewis theory. Lewis developed a definition of acids and bases 
that do not depend on the presence of protons nor involve reactions with the solvent he defines acids as material which accept electron pairs and bases as substances which donate electron pairs thus a proton is a lewis acid and ammonia is a lewis base since the lone pairs of electrons on the nitrogen can be donated to a proton that means h plus plus nh3 will be converted to the h nh3 plus that means the lone pair on nitrogen atom in nh3 will be directed to the proton h similarly hydrogen chloride is a lewis acid because it accepts the a lone pair from a base such as water through this is followed by ionization though this is a more general approach than that involving protons it has several drawbacks number 1 many substances such as bf3 or metal ions that are not normally regarded as acids behave as lewis acid this theory also includes reactions where no ions are formed and neither hydrogen ions nor any other ions are transferred that means nico hole 4 number 3 there is no scale of acids or basic strengths since the strength of an acid or a base compound is not constant and varies from one solvent to another and also from one reaction to another number 3 almost all reactions become acid base reactions under this system now the subheading the solvent system perhaps the most convenient general definition of acids and bases is due to caddy and lc and can be applied in all cases where the solvent undergoes self ionization regardless of whether it contains protons or not many solvents undergo self ionization and form positive and negative ions in a similar way to water that means 2h2o will be converted to h3o plus plus oh minus 2nh3 will be converted to nh4 plus plus nh2 minus 2h2o sulfur will be converted to h3so4 plus plus hso4 minus 2pocl3 will be converted to pocl2 plus plus POCl4 minus and etc acids are defined as substances that increase the concentration of the positive ions characteristics of the solvent that means CH3O+ in the case of water NH4+ in liquid ammonia and NO+ in N2O4 bases are substances that increase the concentration of the negative ions characteristics of the solvent that means oh minus in water nh2 plus in ammonia and no3 minus in n2o4 there are two advantages to this approach first most of our traditional ideas on what are acids and bases in water remains unchanged as do neutralization reactions second it allows us to consider non aqueous solvents by analogy with water thus water ionizes giving 
H3O+ waste minus ions substances providing H3O+ that means aspergillus HCl KNO3 and H2SO4 are acids and substances provide OH minus example NaOH and NH4OH are bases neutralization reactions are of the type acid plus base will be converted to salt plus water example HCl plus NaOH will be converted to NaCl plus H2O similarly liquid ammonia ionizes giving NH4 plus and NH2 minus ions thus ammonium salts are acids since they provide NH4 plus ions and sodamide NaNH2 is a base since it provides NH2 minus ions neutralization reactions are of the type acid plus base will be converted to salt plus solvent example NH4Cl plus NaNH2 will be converted to NaCl plus 2NH3 N2O4 self ionizes into NO+ and NO3- ions thus in N2O4 as solvent NaCl is an acid since it produces NO+ and NaNO3 is a base since it produces NO3- NaCl plus NaNO3 will be converted to NaCl plus N2O4 Clearly this definition applies equally well to protons and non-proton system. This broader definition also has advantages when considering protonic solvents since it explains why the acidic or basic properties of a solute are not absolute and depends in part on the solvent. We normally regard acidic acid as an acid because in water it produces H3O+ equation CH3COOH plus H2O will be converted to H3O+ CH3COO- however acidic acid behaves as a base when sulfuric acid is the solvent since H2SO4 is a stronger proton donor than CH3COOH in a similar way NHNO3 is forced to behave as a base in H2SO4 as solvent and this is important in producing nitronium ions NO2+ in the nitration of organic compounds by mixture of concentrated H2SO4+ HNO3 that means H2SO4+ CH3COOH will be converted to CH3COOH2+ H SO4 minus and H2SO4 plus HNO3 will be converted to H2NO3 whole to the plus plus HSO4 minus H2NO3 to the power plus will be converted to H2O plus NO2 plus. Now the subheading the Lux flat definition. Lux originally proposed a different definition of acids and bases which was extended by flood. Instead of using protons or ions characteristics of the solvent, they define acids as oxides which accept oxygen and bases as oxides which donate oxygen. Thus CaO plus CO2 will be converted to Ca2 plus and CO3 whole to minus. This system is very useful in dealing with anhydrous reactions in fused melts of oxides and other high temperature reactions such 
as are found in metallurgy and ceramics this theory has an inverse relationship to aqueous chemistry since lux flood acids are oxides which react with water giving bases in water and lux flood bases react with water giving acids na2o plus h2o will be converted to 2 naoh and p4o10 plus 6h2o will be converted to 4h3po4 now the subheading the ushanovich definition this definition this defines an acid as any chemical species which reacts with bases gives up cations and or accept anions or electrons conversely a base is any chemical species which react with acids giving gives up anions or electrons or combines with cations this is a very wide definition and includes all the lewis acid base type of reactions and in addition it includes redox reactions involving the transfer of electrons now the subheading is hard and soft acid and bases metal ions may be divided into two types depending on the strength of their complexes with certain ligands type a metal includes a smaller ion from group 1 and 2 and and the left hand side of the transition metals particularly when in high oxidation state and these form the most stable complexes with nitrogen and oxygen donors example ammonia amine water ketones and alcohols and also with f minus and cl minus type b metals include ions from the right hand side of the transition series and also transition metal complexes with low oxidation states such as the carbonyls these form the most stable complexes with ligands such as i minus scn minus and cn minus this empirical classification was useful in predicting the relative stabilities of complexes Pearson extended the concept into a broad range of acid-base interactions. Type A metals are small and not very polarizable and these prefer ligands that are also small and not very polarizable. Pearson called these metals hard acids and the ligands hard bases. in a similar way type b metals and the ligands they prefer are larger and more polarizable and he called these soft acids and soft bases he stated the relationship hard acids prefer to react with hard bases and soft acids react with soft bases this definition takes in the usually accepted acid base reaction It means H plus as a strong acid, OH minus and NH3 strong bases, and in addition, a great number of reactions involving the formation of simple complexes and complexes with pi bonding ligands. And with this, this is the end of the chapter hydrogen and the hydrides.